Blog Talk Radio. Madden Voice, three, two, one, now. The Madden Voice returns, and the season is officially over. NFL 100 comes to an end. We will quickly be shifting towards 101, season 101. Um, There's actually an official, like, end date and start date. You know, and there's no gap. The NFL does. There's no gap because NFL is a 24-hour, seven-day week. You know, is is all year round now. It's not. You know, while certain. You know, obviously there's still games, and you know people get time off and all that. But like the NFL front office, they're all year round. You know, a lot of the teams that you know they're all year round. Like you know, it doesn't stop. You know, and and soon we'll be at the draft and OTAs and free agency will be coming up. You got the. Uh, um, you know, uh, franchise tag uh, at the end of the month. There's like a two, two and a half week period where you can start franchise tagging people. So even though the competitiveness ends, the season really doesn't end until, you know, like I guess technically there's an end date and then the next day it's the start of the next season. But everything keeps going. The NFL has become 12-month league. Um, but I say all that to say that it's over, and the Kansas City Chiefs are your Super Bowl 54 champions, as somebody predicted. I, we'll get into that in a minute. We'll get into that in a minute. But let me just say this, and I'm going to bring the guys on. Um, kudos to the NFL. What a production. I mean, I don't think they missed anything. And there was nothing I would change, nothing I would do that different. Pre-game show, um, all of the stuff they did on the field before the game, um, you know, the Kobe tribute, the, the halftime show, um, you know, I, I just, you know, kudos to the NFL. You don't really need to go to, to see the game. You could just sit on one, NFL Network and ESPN and all that and why and get, and get everything. It was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful game. And it was a good game, nice competitive game. Uh, back and forth a little bit, and uh, we're going to talk a lot about it. But the Chiefs, first time in 49 years, are your Super Bowl champions. Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP, and um, Jimmy G didn't get the job done. Or was it his fault? Let's talk about it. Let's bring the fellas on because, you know, this is what we do. Uh, we've got JB, we've got Dr. Train, and we've got K-Star. Gentlemen, welcome to the Super Bowl review of are on, I guess would be better, the Madden Voice. Welcome. What's up, fellas? Good to be on. Chatting. What up? 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, you know, uh, there were three people that said the 49ers, and there was one person that said the Chiefs. And you wonder why they call me the omniscient one. But I still, I got to ask this guy. I, I don't get it. I don't get text messages calling Andy Reid a legend. I, I don't get it. You didn't pick him. You didn't pick the Chiefs. Bonafide. I didn't have to. Patrick Mahomes. I didn't. Andy Reid. And you didn't pick him. I didn't. How you call a guy a legend and, I think that was... and, and you didn't pick him? Because he won in spite of playing such an incredible team in the 49ers. Because but you he, didn't believe that Andy he was Reed, No, I didn't. The Niners were, were a better team. And I think that actually played itself out in many ways on the field. We can get to that later. But, listen, there was no losing from my situation. Andy Reid, I've been a huge fan of over the years. No, uh, that, I was also texting you. I was also texting you during the playoffs. No, 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 no. I get to. I get to because Andy Reid is a guy I've been touting for a long time. No, 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 no. You don't get to now say there's no losing. This isn't like Mike Tomlin left the Steelers and went to coach another team, and you love Mike Tomlin because he was your coach for a long time, so you still support him, but you still – no, this isn't that. You said, and I gave you every opportunity a week ago – to, to pick the Chiefs, and you said, no, the 49ers are the better team. I'm picking the 49ers. You don't get to come here a week later and say, well, there's really no, no, you lost. You picked the wrong team. You backed the wrong stallion. Fuck all. Hey, man, both, both the teams have had all year made to the Super Bowl. It was a great game, and, um, you know, someone had to lose. It was a win-win or lose-lose situation, however you want to find me. Yeah, but that's but that's the point. You can't you can't sit there and wave a flag for a coach and a quarterback, and then when the money's on the line, go against them, and then come back the next week and say, "Oh well, you know, uh, you know." No. So you I, I'll, I'll say this: I did a better a job. I did a better. I did a better job persuading you than I did of myself, and no, that was, um, that was a mistake. I should have listened no, to myself. I, I should have listened Actually, to myself. You You're did. right. If you had if you had <laughs> picked them, then you could say you persuaded me. But you actually had me thinking that, well, you know, this guy was supporting this team all year. Now he can't pick them to win. And then Dr. Train, my brother, you know, you know, and then my brother, brother, all y'all, I was sitting there like, something wrong with me? But I'm like, nope. And nothing wrong with you. And it's nope. a 50-50 chance to pick the right team. Right, no, but yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. rushing. The line was a one point. It's not like it's rocket. The line was a one point. We picked who we picked, and then that's pretty much it. I think a play here and there, and the game could go either way. Yeah, exactly. but don't diminish the fact that three people picked one like team, and one person went against the trend, and then say, oh, it's a 50 50. There was no trend. There was no trend. <laughs> no, there wasn't. You allowed us to pick first because had it had you picked first, then you would have said Chiefs, and then we all would have been like, "Huh, TT picked the Chiefs. Should we go a different way?" I mean, oh, I'm sorry. You we don't make changes. We don't change our mind on the show. I'm sorry. I must. I'm not. I'm not saying. No, 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 no. I'm not saying we don't change our minds. I'm saying there's okay. no there's no trend. We just we just picked a team. It's a fifty fifty. Okay, well, I, I, I love this now. I love this 
now when I sit here a week ago and said, funny that three of you guys are picking the 49ers. Well, I'm going to go against the trend and pick the Chiefs. I'm going to stand alone and pick the Chiefs. Now I'm right. Now you're sitting there saying, oh, well, there's no trend. And, you know, you had a 50. I ain't hearing all that. I ain't hearing all that. Hey, kudos. I ain't hearing all that. you. Right, bro. You picked the right team. Awesome. But it's okay. I don't have an issue that I picked the Niners. I'm just like, damn, they, they dropped the uh, ball yeah. on that one. Like they had the I ball rolling at the right time. Well, I don't really have an issue with you picking the Niners or JB picking the Niners. You guys oh. are in the <laughs> NFC. You guys, you know, your teams are NFC teams. You train said the Niners beat my Packers, so I'm going to support them. You know, the, JB, the we're, you know, it, it, like, I, yeah. I get it. My yeah. issue, though, was with the guy from the AFC who's – an AFC Which supporter. is legitimate considering how much he has lauded. <laughs> That's, my point. That's my point. And I gave him every <laughs> chance last week to say, you know what, T, you're right. What am I doing? You're right. I've been I'm the one who said Andy Reid was a great coach. I'm the one that said Patrick Mahomes was the real deal. Why am I picking against him? He said, No. 49ers are a better team. I love Andy Reid and I love Mahomes, but the 49ers are the better team. And then I picked them saying, okay, you sure? He's like, no, that's my problem. You can't have it both. Hey, man, I, I touted the 49ers all year, though. Like, it was, it was a tough spot. Like, it was a tough matchup. It, was, it could have gone either way. I mean, yeah, it would have been nice re- in retrospect for me to have taken the Chiefs and gone all in. But, I mean, yeah, I was, I was on the 49ers all year, too, as the best team in the NFC. So it just is. I mean, those are tough. Yeah, and, tough they, and they, all and year they, or after like week five. No, after week three. After the Steelers, <laughs> I just, just want to clarify what no, no, all no, year means. No, no, no. I don't. After because none train, of us up to week four had, train, had, train, had them as train. the best team in NFC. I did train. <laughs> I did. I know you missed a lot of episodes this season, but oh. I called them out early on of the NFC. Maybe you want to dig in the archive since you missed a lot of it, right? Like that, man. Man, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's throwing rocks I mean, on the East some, Coast. <laughs> I didn't think he had an arm hey, man, like that. Pissed off about California from Florida. Damn. <laughs> I'm so pissed off about the crackers and cheese situation, okay? <laughs> you mean your chips and dip? It's awesome. Chips and yeah. Dip. yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, well, you know, and let this be a lesson. And again, again, you know, um, especially like I said for K Star, if you're gonna if you're gonna sit there and be on a bandwagon, you know, you you follow that bandwagon because in essence, a lot of what you said was valid. That's the problem is, you know, you finally was like on the verge of getting something right for a change, and then you fucked it up. <laughs> you nah, had man. it, and then you fucked it. I had two bandwagons all leading, bro. And they'd have to collide. It was just tough. I will say this. I will oh, say this yeah. to T's credit. A formula that is tried and true, and I think it's a pretty good win rate when it comes down to these coin flip games, is the head coach and quarterback combination. And then I do believe that, you know, outside of Belichick and Brady, it's probably the best one that we have in the league. So, you know, that probably should play more into it. But, again, it was just such a tough matchup, and it could have gone either way of the game. But I think that's a really good formula. Well, 
So I think we all we all tend to use, and unfortunately, I didn't this time. Here, here's here's my take on that quarterback head coach thing that I that I've been touting for years. Um, I still am not an Andy Reid fan, okay, and I can still point to a lot of things in that game that look like the same Andy Reid I knew from Philly. It took to me clearly the best quarterback in the, in the NFL right now. I mean, this guy, frankly. You know, he did not play his best game. But when the money was on the line, and that's what talent does, because you are playing against other pros, right? They get paid too, you know. And when the money was on the line, he came through. And that to me is the, the sign of greatness. Is when not not when it's easy, not when you're playing, you know, the, the Browns or whatever bad team we got in the NFL, but. When the money's on the line, you know, and we've seen this from this guy. I mean, he had a little stumble during the week when he dis- during the year when he dislocated his knee. But other than that, dude has been out of his world. And it took that level of a quarterback to get Andy Reid over the hump. You flip, co- you flip coaches. No, Mm-mm. and I still think I'm not letting you get. I'm not letting you get away with that. I, I you don't have no, 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 no. what I get away with. Um, but <laughs> let, me, let me let me let me let me finish. You switch coaches. You switch coaches. I think the Chiefs still win. I think it was it was Mahomes and his it, it, unmeasurable, not immeasurable, unmeasurable talent. That guy is he's he is he has everything. He's got Lamar Jackson's juke, not to Lamar Jackson's level, but he can still do. He's still got that elusiveness. He's got Aaron Rodgers, you know, throwing on the run, that kind of stuff. He's got the pocket presence of Tom Brady like he has all of the top quarterbacks a little bit of all of their games wrapped up in the one I've not I have to admit at this point I've not seen this before in my life and I think I'm older than number three y'all and I have not seen this in my lifetime it is a a, I'm watching the game and even when he's not playing well I'm throwing picks I'm still sitting there like but damn he's good (laughs) you know what I mean like damn you know uh, but in any way, case that you want to, you 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 know, you got some more rhetoric yeah. you want to throw out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like this was a uh, zero sum game for any reason. Your your standpoint, because if he wins, it's because of Patrick Mahomes. If he loses, well, it's just any yeah. reason. Any reason. Yeah. I think that's I think that's bullshit because you know the first couple drives that they had, they had some tough fourth and one calls, and some of the play designs that they unveiled to acquire that first down and then secure the touchdown with the uh, triple option. Um, that was all any reason. Uh, that was all play design. Oh, oh, oh. And it's great. Uh, and it's great uh, as Patrick wait, wait, Mahomes wait, 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 did. Wait, wait, that first wait, wait, drive was on, absolutely who, manufactured who, by Andy Reid. Who, who, who designed the triple option? I don't know. I watched the game and I watched the post-game interviews. Whose play was that? That was Eric Bieniemy's oh. play. Did you watch the post-game interview? That was not. Oh my God! And that came from the 1948. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not. We're not. We're not doing this. We're not. I watched the interview. That's fine. That's fine. But at the end of the day, the head coach is who made 48 Rose Bowl. Yes, yep. yes. And they showed the They play. went to the archives. Yes. But he, he's still a – He's an Andy Reid guy. That's not just Andy Reid. That's a team effort starting with Andy Reid. Oh, my Andy God. Right down uh, to Mahomes, that's his staff. That's who he – that's who he trusts to be his offensive guy. You still – look, if I'm a manager and my – and one of my underlings does a great job, you know, and I empower this person to make that decision – and you still get credit for it. You know why? Because that's your job to empower your employees 
to empower people that were around you to be just as good and, and brilliant as you are. And he, the fact of the matter is, they made the call. He's the head coach. Andy Reid is an awesome, awesome quarterback guru. This is known. And as far as Patrick Mahomes goes, I mean, look, <clears throat> you know, this is the same guy that teams skipped over in the draft. The Chiefs drafted him. They then traded away Alex Smith. You know, he was groomed um, by, oh, by Andy Reid. And, they and the traded up from 27 to 10 to pick him up. Yes. They, they traded up in the draft. They drafted him, yes. They drafted him, and then they traded away Alex Smith. Because they had some not that after his draft year. But, but hold on a second. They didn't just draft him. They moved up 17 spots to go get him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That wasn't but, but you're saying all these, all these teams passed over him. No, all these teams were leapfrogged by him. Okay, and you have to give credit to who there. You know, Mitch Trubisky was picked over Patrick Mahomes. By the way, you can ask Train about that. So, no, there were some quarterbacks picked over him, so, uh, even still. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, so, the fact of the matter, he groomed the guy. He yeah, traded for the a, guy. There, he traded well, away Al well, Smith. There, there's a difference between I happen to be in charge and my line managers did it and I'm getting credit or I'm the driving force behind it. Now, I will give Andy Reid credit for identifying and wanting to go get Mahomes. Okay, I'll give him credit for that. I, I got no issue giving him credit where credit is due. I, I never I, said I never said I, he was a bad coach. I'm just saying he ain't. When you use the word legend and all of this, no, hell no, I, like not even close. So, so I can understand if you want to give Andy Reid credit for that Patrick Mahomes pick. Just please understand that he had a scout that was very yeah. adamant about right. Patrick Mahomes. Like and right. that scout worked his ass off to convince Andy Reid that you should go get this guy if you want yeah. to change it all. So why don't we? Why don't we? Well, let me ask you something. Why don't we do this with Bill Belichick? Why don't we just? Why do we give him all the credit? We don't acknowledge Josh McDaniels or the Patriots organization. It's either Belichick or bust. But then all of a sudden, Andy Reid, you have these, you have all these. Oh well, it's a scout or it's the offensive coordinator. Like uh, it's just, it's just funny you, how all of a sudden, you, you, all of a sudden, we you, want to go you, to the you, subset rather than the actual Andy decision Reed. maker. Andy Reid. No, I'm saying I'm asking you no question. Matter, why no, does that change? Not, you can't, Belichick has been with one organization for 20 years, and it's been to nine Super Bowls. Wash your mouth out with soap, okay? Don't don't even begin to put them in the same discussion. I just said I don't have a problem with the lead dog getting some of the credit, but that doesn't mean that he's the driving force the driving force behind everything positive that's going on. You forget that the guy coached Philadelphia for 14 years, and I'm a Cowboy fan. I've forgotten more about Andy Reid and how he coaches than you'll ever know seeing him in Kansas City for three years. So what I'm speaking of is what I saw, and a lot of what I'm seeing is very similar. And did he get the job done in Philly? No, he didn't. Five NFC Championship games, one Super Bowl appearance, zero rings. He goes to KC and and through the grace of God lands what could be the most talented quarterback we've seen in a very long time. And thus is having success for <laughs> for Andy Reid. That does not make him a legend. It just makes him smart. Good job. You listened to your scout, well, you made the right decision. That's what you get paid for. Good job. Stop short of making and putting him in the Hall of Fame though. He's not he's that a Hall of Fame coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach. T, T, 
He's a Hall of Fame coach. No, I wouldn't. I you would, look at his winning record. How long it took over sixty percent. How long it took Jimmy Johnson to get into the Hall of Fame with two Super Bowls, and you're putting Andy Reid, okay. who just got his first one, and you're saying he's definitely a Hall of Fame coach. Your own Bill Cower. Your own Bill Cower. Who? See, I'm, I'm glad you brought Bill Cower because you know what? Above Andy Reid. And how long know. did it take him the to get to the Hall of Fame? Look, it, it took him a while, but the thing about Bill Cowher, and this is why I have, I think, some uh, affinity towards Andy Reid, is I heard Steelers fans for a long time say, because he went to a lot of AC title games and didn't win, that he couldn't. And I didn't always, I didn't believe that. And his final year, <clears throat> he ended up doing it, of course, and running out to the sunset. But, you know, just because you haven't done it doesn't mean you're incapable. In this case, he did do it. You know, he's had successful teams that not won the Super Bowl, but have had winning records over the years. I mean, Okay, so I'll ask you this. Do what, more, do you think, what more do you think Andy needs to do to become a Hall of Fame? Coach? Another Super Bowl. Another Super Bowl. Another Super Bowl. At least another Super Bowl appearance. At least another appearance. <laughs> and then I'd say, okay, if he wins it, okay, yeah, it's 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 done. But right now, I don't I don't see him mm-hmm. as a as a uh any any of the things that you claim him to be at this point, I don't see it. Now he's still coaching, so he's got time. He's got time. I just think you get you you Gator, you tend to jump on these bandwagons, and you know we've talked about it over the years that we've been doing the show. And my old message is Patrick Mahomes being one of know, them. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and find because I, I recall you uh, saying positive things, but you're I think you're I think you're inflating your position on Patrick Mahomes a bit because of but what I did not about to be. So I'm going to go find that episode of the Madden Voice and find your, your statements on Mahomes. Week two and, of 2018 and, after his game versus after his first game against the Chargers. Go ahead. I didn't forget. Yeah, but, y'all, but yeah, that's fine. But your track record of jumping on someone's bandwagon and being wrong is pretty high. So you got this oh, one right. Congratulations. Congratulations. I give him credit. He was on he was on Mahomes for a long time, especially during the. The, the shootout between them and the Rams, and he said he'd rather have a quarterback to throw six touchdowns and lose um, <laughs> than one that performs, you know, fairly and, oh, and wins. He has so, spoken highly of Mahomes. I just, I don't, yeah. I just want to go back and hear how, you know, he's touting like week two, you know, of 2018 season. So I want to go back and listen to the show and just remind, you know, because I don't remember, <laughs> you know. Jesus, man. 25, 30 shows ago. But my point <laughs> is, is we got to make these guys earn their stripes before we start anointing them. We got to make them prove themselves. That's all I'm saying. Now, Mahomes has done that. Mahomes has done that, you know. Um, but some of these guys that, you know, people start putting them in a the Hall of Fame and stuff, eh, you know, slow down. Slow down. Um so what's the, give me you guys sorry uh, JB you haven't said much one takeaway uh, let me change it from one takeaway something you learned in this game you you walked away with something you know a different perspective or a different opinion than what you had before the game uh really there was nothing different or anything special that I learned from this game that I hadn't seen in, in prior games especially with this postseason, Chiefs being down double digits, coming back to win. We've seen that before. We've seen uh, 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 Kyle Shanahan 
Shanahan-led offense uh, not perform up to the standards in the big game. We saw that with the uh, the but Falcons. But you picked when they the 49ers, though. The Let me, but, I, but hold I on. No, I did. Stick to my, sticking to my question. So, so there was a reason you picked the 49ers, and so was there something you expected them to do that they didn't do, or was there something you didn't expect the Chiefs to do that they actually did do? Again, no, because even though, yes, I picked the 49ers, I expected their defense to perform, and they did. I guess the only thing you can say is they didn't contain them for the full four quarters, but honestly, who really thought they were going to contain them for a full four quarters? At some point, you knew the Chiefs were going to wake up, and they did. It just so happens they woke up in time to win the game. So there really wasn't anything surprising on either side of it. And plus, the, the line was a, a point and a half as the Chiefs being a favorite. And I even said it's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a really close game. And for the for the most part, it was, with the exception of that late touchdown run by Williams that made it 31-20, it was a, a tight game. The only thing that I will say to, to try and answer your question the way you want to answer it is that there were two key plays that I thought were the difference makers in the fourth quarter. It was a third and 15 conversion that the Chiefs had, and it was also the deep ball that Garoppolo missed. I think it was Bourne was streaking down, and it was a double team. He overthrew him. You don't convert that third down and you get that completion, we could be having a different discussion. Hmm. Okay. Train, same question, because I've got some comments, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off. Um, did you learn anything that you didn't know, or did you come out with something different? Because obviously, you know, there was a reason you were going with the 49ers, it turned out to be the Chiefs. Did something happen that you didn't expect, or did somebody not perform the way you expected them to? So what, what was different that caused it to be the Chiefs versus, you know, the 49ers in your mind? And Kyle Shanahan had deja vu again, as if he learned nothing from the last time he was there, as if he learned nothing mm. from watching Doug Peterson the year after. Mm. This is the Super Bowl. Since mm-hmm. when do you have a minute and 40-some seconds left at the end of half, at just before mm-hmm. halftime, with all three timeouts, and you're not prepared for a drive in that situation with your team and your offense to put up some points knowing that you're going to get the ball first? And you know the funniest part about that? You know the funniest part about that is them showing John Lynch in the booth, in the, in the, um, not the booth, but the the suite. (laughs) And he's signaling time out. I'm like, that's your general man. Now, I don't know that he can see him, but Troy Aikman said it. John Lynch is making the signal, and you don't call time out. Like, really, dude? I'm sorry, but I'm like, I, I was, I, I, I'm sorry. As a fan, I, I'd have been, I'd, I'd, have, I'd have, as a fan of the Forty ers I'd be pissed. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, I was already, I was annoyed that. because I picked them, and I, I talked to several people today. I said the difference between. I said, the, the, the difference between while Cal Shanahan ended up blowing this one and why Doug Peterson ended up winning his with the Eagles is because he never let off the gas. And he mm-hmm. threw to people 
and he involved people in that offense that Belichick didn't even know existed on the damn team. Any and everybody he could get that ball to, to be creative with his offense, he got them. Everyone knows Kittle. Everyone knows Sanders. Everyone knows Debo Samuel. Everyone knows Mostert. Everyone knows Tevin Coleman. Nobody knew the Cat Barnes that was catching that was catching key passes. You know, because you can't cover everybody. Right. So you have to find somebody. And to me, that that, that hurt them going into halftime. I'm sorry. Kittles with the dumbass pass interference, like, bro, you could have actually gotten an offensive pass interference because you beat the dude. All you have to do yep. is focus on the ball and let the guy grab you and let the refs yep. handle the rest. You would have actually yep. gotten a pass interference. Okay. Had him beat. So he had him beat. He had him completely beat. Okay, yep, you can say the defense had a few letdowns, but goddamn, the defense is covering the fastest secondary, the fastest wide receiver group in the league, plus the best tight end in the league. What do you want to do? For goddamn near, for, for, for over three quarters, they were covering them. I mean, what do you want them to do at some point at this lead? You know you have to extend. You know damn well 10 points is not enough. These guys score in a like lightning in a bottle. Like you have to, you know, you have to generate points. I expected Kyle Shanahan to just really be creative and get that ball downfield. I don't care what it took. I don't care how it looked. I just expected him to get it done because that defense, yeah, it showed up against Tennessee, but I felt like the 49ers had a little bit more to offer offensively than Tennessee did outside of uh, Henry. So, yeah, I expected Kyle Shanahan, who is a, I still think is a really good play caller, to come up with something. And he didn't. And he, and he blew an opportunity before the half. And now it's pressure on Jimmy G. And, yes, you know, it sucks to miss that throw because that was, that was, if not a touchdown, that was, that was in the red zone. So you can you can yeah. call you can call out that one, but I just felt like there were other stuff that led up to that point where they could have kept from being in that position that they're down twenty to twenty four. Because as good as your defense is, um, that defense had never faced an offense like Kansas City. Kansas City offense is it's just it's a whole lot of speed to cover on the field from a quarterback that's God, Damn, I'm still pissed, Mr. Pissy. Oh Man. my God, from a quarterback that is, woo, this dude. It, it, oh gosh, I, I'm, 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 I am, I can't believe we we missed an so, opportunity to get some. Yeah. So, so train captured a lot of where I was thinking, and now I'll give Andy Reid some credit because, you know. I don't hate the guy. I just don't think he's everything that everybody, not just K-Star, but when I'm watching TV and, oh, he's a nice guy. Okay, I don't know him personally. I'm just talking football. Um, But he was prepared. You know, clearly it was an experience difference, and it showed between Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan. You know, Kyle Shanahan is a Shanahan, but he is not Mike. No matter how much he may lean on his dad and get tips from his dad and get advice from his dad, and I heard one show say that, you know, Mike is actually the de facto coach. No, he's not, because he'd have to be out there every day. Kyle's still running the team. And the lack of experience, particularly in the end of the first half, was, was glaring. 
was glaring. And, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to call it the way it is. Uh, was Jimmy G awful? No. But he wasn't really that good. I mean, you know, I think it was Fred Clark that says the guy's making $150 million and he's doing check downs. I cracked up. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you can say whatever you want now because you don't want you don't want the chip. Once you win the chip, hey, it's over. You can talk. You got that till this time next year. You can talk all the smack you want because you're Super Bowl champion. And Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo, it, 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 the the difference between him and Mahomes is staggering. It's even though Mahomes' it is. first three quarters was really off, he still was better than Garoppolo. He and, it was like when Garoppolo threw an interception, it was like, uh-huh. When Mahomes throws an interception, I'm like, really? You know? Exactly. <laughs> you know? And, and I'm going to tell you something. I don't think, I don't think that Garoppolo is going to be their long-term solution. Something just feels no. like. He may. I know he's got a big contract, but that you know in today's in t- today's NFL, if another team, there are teams that will take him and that contract. I just have a feeling. Keep an eye on things. Maybe not next year, kind of quick, but in the next couple of years, you know, I I, I don't see it. Um, Wouldn't surprise anybody on this show. Yeah, no. Um, I give Andy Creed credit for. Um, the way he managed the game. I thought he did a, a, an excellent job of managing the game. And I think that even when they were down 10 in the fourth quarter, you know, they weren't quitting. They didn't quit. They didn't give up. And so there were a lot of things that I thought he did well in, in a situation where you've got a lot of young guys that ain't never been there before. And, you know, your job is to keep them focused. And I know Mahomes had a lot to do with that too, because that guy's just on another level. His father, as everybody knows, was a base, you know, baseball player for a long time in the pros. And he just has a, 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 a poise about him that it's, it's unbelievable. It, it really is. It, it's, it makes you mad, not just train. Cause y'all had a chance to get him. It just makes you mad that, that, you know, you know, I look at Dak, and I love Dak, but I don't think Dak will ever be on that level. I don't think as much as he's improved in four years, Dak can't do that. Dak ain't that. Dak ain't going to be that. And I have to accept that, and I'm not happy about it because that's what I want. And I can't have it. I got Dak. He's good. Some games he plays, he's great. But overall, he's good. He's a good, solid, you know, steady Eddie, he's, you know. But – He's not that, and 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 that is what won the game yesterday. I'm sorry. I listen. Like I said, I give Andy Reid some credit. He's the head coach. He made some good decisions. Managed the game well. You know, I give him, I give him credit. But the difference in that game, when you looked at the fourth quarter and you needed someone to make plays, who made the plays? The Super Bowl MVP did, and who did not deliver? The $140 million man. That's the bottom line. The last eight minutes of that game, one quarterback stepped up and delivered. The other quarterback did not. Mm-hmm. And it went from 21 to 10 to, what, 31 to 20, or 20 to 10 to 31 to 20. Just like that. In eight minutes. Execution. And that's it. Execution. And, and, but he has the ability to get it done because he's so damn good. 
and Garoppolo, I, I, you know, and Garoppolo ain't gonna ever be that. Like that's the thing that NFL teams have to look at and say, you know, if you have Aaron Rodgers, okay, Aaron Rodgers is damn good. Much as you don't like the Packers, the reason you don't like the Packers, the same reason I don't like them is because Aaron Rodgers is just so damn good, right? Tom yeah. Brady and his cheeks. Yeah, uh, Tom Brady at his prime, damn good. Now he's declined some, um, but good. Drew Brees starting to decline, but still damn good, right? Big Ben starting to maybe maybe coming down on the side a little bit. We'll see he was injured this year, so we'll, we'll, we'll give him a year and see how he comes back from injury. Damn good. There are some quarterbacks that are damn good, and you could live with their level of damn good. Even Tony Romo, in my opinion, I could live with Tony Romo's level of damn good. But he kept getting fucking hurt. But I could live with that. There are some quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson, right, MVP of the NFL. There are quarterbacks that you can live with and say, well, they're not my home, but they're so good, I, I, I'm okay. They have enough to lead a good team, a well-coached team, to a Super Bowl. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to see if that's that guy. I don't know. We'll see. Got Mike McCarthy. Let's see. Let's I don't know, this. T. I think, you know? I, think, I think Dak does, man, um, because I always go back. I want to say, was it too – it was his. It was his rookie. It was his. Was it his rookie year? Was this? Was it his rookie year? We all had that really strong record, and you had to yeah. you had to shoot out against Green Bay. Yeah. 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 I, I, I wasn't. It wasn't that I wanted to anoint him anytime soon, but uh, I thought I thought that dude played as well as you could to win a game that was taken from you guys because they didn't know what a catch was at the time. Uh, took us. It has taken over almost a hundred years in the NFL. Oh, well, no, that, that was that was Romo. That, 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 was that the Romo right? game? That was, well, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was. Yeah, that what was happened in that game? Yeah, that you got because it was thirty something to thirty no, something. Was, I mean, it no, was. No, no, that the game, the game you're talking about was uh, yeah. they won. They got up on us, and then Dak came back, played like a master, yeah. and got us to thirty-one, thirty-one. And then Aaron Rodgers made the throw of all throws, caught the tight end going out of bounds. He oh, barely yeah, got okay, that's, that's what happened on that and, one. And okay, it, yeah, right, that's right. Cross, Mason Crosby made a 51-yard field goal that, in the beginning, actually looked like it was going to go out, go off out of, out of the uprights, and then it curved back in, and they won 34-31. So, yeah. And Dak did play out yeah. of his mind that game. Started off yeah. slow, but then got on it and, and did play out of his mind. Oh. So, um I would say, you know, but as I always say, you know, it was his rookie year. Um, you know, that was three years ago. You know, what have you done for me lately? That was, you know, that was great. And now we have a year where, you know, we we, we come out sluggish against the Jets and go down and 24 to 3 and have to battle back to try to win. You know, the Saints game, you know, we lose 12 to 10. You know, like there's games this year that mm-hmm. a healthy – Dak Prescott should have been enough for us to win because if you take Dak off the team and you put Mahomes there, this eight and eight Cowboys teams eleven and five, maybe twelve and four. Yeah, it's that simple. Even with Jason Garrett, Mahomes has done something stupid. (laughs) Right, and so 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 what you want is what you want is if 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 it's eight and eight here and you know it's twelve and four with that Superman. Okay, give me ten and six then. I can't have Superman. But damn, can I have can I have Robin then? You know what I mean? Give me Batman's Robin over here, oh. and give me ten and six, and get me in the no. playoffs. That's all I'm saying. There's only one. 
There's only one. So you know what's crazy about Mahomes is his first year starter, he wins MVP. They lose to the eventual Super Bowl champion Patriots in overtime. And then his second year, that just happened, he's Super Bowl MVP. Like this guy's on a <laughs> unprecedented tear. And um, one analogy I heard that actually, you know, with, with Mahomes that I, I certainly can relate to is watching him play. Like the the Chiefs are kind of like the Warriors, man. Back when they were supremely efficient on offense, where like the Warriors could be down to twenty, but you didn't feel like the lead was ever safe. I mean, that, that's basically the Chiefs when you play them. Like no lead is ever safe. Even last night with the Niners being having the best defense in the league, like you know, it just takes one or two strikes, and Mahomes always seems to make that play. And the thing about Mahomes, anyway, throughout his career, is very you know young career. The Chiefs have never lost a game by more than seven points. Like that's how consistently good he is, and, and the fact that like no team, no team's lead is ever safe. Even when, even when the Chiefs lose the game, they're in every single Patrick Mahomes start to date. It's insane. That guy is on a whole other level. Well, and, and you know, and, and, but let me let me be let me just say this though. Two things. One is, um, you know, I, I remember the greatest show on turf. So I've seen super offenses before that could strike and score at any time. Um, so, so we've seen this before. It's just Mahomes individually is starting to show us a level that I don't believe I've seen. But here's the thing: I'm I'm nervous about this because I heard a word thrown around yesterday, and you know when you start, you know, smelling your own cologne, you know, reading your own press, and I get it. You just won the Super Bowl, and you and you should be happy. But let's. Let's cut the dynasty talk here because I heard dynasty talk, the new dynasty. Patriots dynasty is over. We ended it, and we're the new dynasty. Okay, see, now that not, now you're going to have a – you know, you're already going to be a target. You're going to be a target. But now when you make comments like that, I mean, don't, don't self-anoint. Let everybody else say that. You don't be the team that says that. Like, I'm okay with talking smack about the other team because you beat them. <laughs> but now when you start making proclamations like that, dynasties and stuff, hey, Who said that? you better be careful. Um, was that a player? Nah, it was, nah, it was a player. Yeah, it was a player. It had to be one of the oh, defense players. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's probably like it's probably the defense Clark, he carried man. all season. <laughs> but, but they need to, but are you, I mean, you think about it, are you really surprised because it has continued to be the year of if one thing happens, it turns into this big major story. We Day in and day out, we say the same things about these crazy-ass folks that always want to jump on something as soon as it happens. This whole dynasty talk is nonsense. You won one Super Bowl. You don't know what's going to happen next year. When the Cowboys had their dynasty role, when they won that first one back in, was it, 92, I think it was, I don't think anybody was talking about a dynasty, but it ended up happening because you had to have four visits to the Super Bowl and win three of them. Y'all just got to the Super Bowl this year, and you won it. Shut up. Enjoy it. Make sure all the ducks are in a row for next year. The folks come back with the same core guys that were there this year that made it happen. Stay healthy. Put a string of wins together. Get back in the playoffs. Make a deep run. Get back to the Super Bowl. Win that one, too, or at least – get back to the Super Bowl, then start talking about dynasties or at least getting that word out your mouth. But until then, don't say nothing. Shine your trophy up real nice and be happy about it. 
make well, me and, sick. And here's the thing. And here's the thing. Mahomes is still under his rookie deal. You go. He gonna get right. Paid. And he's gonna be the highest player. Is he about to get the highest contract ever? Ever inked? Okay. And so you know we're hearing numbers. You know, forty million a year, two hundred million. Okay, when when that contract is signed, whenever they do it, and now you have to start keeping players to try to keep this team together. Well, all of a sudden that salary cap ain't the same no more. All of a sudden you exactly. got to do with every other team who has a franchise quarterback who's making a good for- portion of that that salary cap. Now you got to start managing it and figuring it out. And, you know, all these quarterbacks ain't married to supermodels that make more money than them where they can, you know, (laughs) they can say, okay, you know, eh, I'm trying to uh, market my brand. So winning is going to be my brand. So I'm okay taking a pay cut or deferring my pay till later on in my career, which is really what Brady did. He didn't, he didn't take a pay cut. He deferred his pay till later in his career um, to allow us to get more talent because I'm building my brand. And, you know, everybody ain't going to do that. Dak ain't going to do that, nor should he have to. Mahomes ain't going to do that. These guys want to get paid, especially Mahomes, league MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and the and title. One of the youngest, if not the youngest, I don't remember where he ranked, but I know – like between him and Emmett, the youngest to have a Super Bowl MVP and a league MVP, like all before 25, like he don't get paid. So what happens when you got to pay everybody else? Somebody ain't getting paid. You're going to lose somebody that matters to keep this quarterback. So Jay hit it right on the head. Y'all, y'all, they need to, they need to cut this, you know, monopoly, you know, dynasty talk down because, and, and here's the thing. That as a Dallas fan, we know, with Monopoly money. Team, we know this better than any team out there except maybe the Patriots. We know how it feels to be targeted every week because people come to play us every week because we're the Cowboys. Not to say that there's any gimme game. Not to say that, but I'm trying to tell you it's different in Dallas. And I think possibly in New England, too, because of 20 years of Belichick and that, you know, you can go in and say you knocked off the – the, the Patriots is like, yeah, people want to beat the Cowboys. People love to love them and love to hate them. But guess what, Kansas City? All that hype, all that Mahomes magic and all of that, all that stuff, guess what, next season? Yeah, join the club, baby. <laughs> join the club. Now you're going to have a target on your back. That's why you we don't have from a lot the hunter of to the hunter. That's why we don't have a lot of repeat champions. That's why nobody's ever won a Super Bowl three years in a row. Right? There's reasons for this. It's hard. So, Jay hit it right on the head. Enjoy this great win. First time in 49 years. You know, bright future ahead. But slow down with the, you know, anointing yourselves, the greatest dynasty ever. Slow down. Hey, did y'all like, um, so what about the production value? I commented on it. I, I personally thought the production value was as high as I've ever seen in a Super Bowl um, from, from the, the pre, you know, the pregame shows, the rock doing the introductions, like, you know, he's a Miami guy. They got him doing mm. introductions and awesome. Um, you know, I, I just thought everything they did, the kids running out on the field, that whole thing. And Hey, Jerry, the guy jumping over Jerry yeah. Jones limo and you know, that whole thing. And, you know, honoring the veterans and, you know, and even the Kobe tribute. 
was touching. You know, it was it was nice. They stood at the twenty four yard line to honor Kobe. I, I don't know. Am I am I wrong, or did you guys enjoy all of that, all the theatrics as well? It, it was. It, let me let me say this real quick. It's the irony of it because we always talk about how wrong the NFL gets everything, how wrong they were with the whole concussions and and how wrong they are about the referees and how wrong they are. They're always a step behind everything. It just seemed very ironic that this is the one time where they nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. So that, that's the that's the one huge takeaway that I have from it. They they nailed it. It's just coincidental because they always miss. Okay. Any other thoughts? Uh, I I actually liked pretty much everything. Uh, definitely anything that involves in, involved the the kids and then you know the guard um seeing um seeing uh virginia mccaskey give the give the ball to the young guy before he came out of the tunnel yep. showing that scene i was like let's go bears i mean but she's yep. 97 yep. and she's seen more football than the owners of the other teams have. yeah seriously you know so seriously. that was that was freaking amazing you know, and um, seeing the little guy uh, guy run out of the field and just, just seeing, you know, it looked like they had all 32 teams accounted for with those kids that were coming behind them. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then they, they ended with, you know, the next 100. I was like, that's – and that was, that was almost a slight tearjerker because, you know, that's what you have. You have kids out there playing football that want to be the next Mahomes, the next Zeke, the next, you know, whoever. Um I will say, uh, in regards to the halftime show, let me make sure y'all understand me when I say I want to make sure I'm clear. I enjoyed it. I really did. But for the audience that you have of the age from uh, Virginia McCaskey all down to children that are watching, um, that bad boy was uh, 60% provocative. Until the girl came, until her daughter started singing, and it became a little bit, you know, heavy. I was like, okay, is somebody gonna make out on this stage? Cause it's getting, it's getting really hot in here. Um, I, 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 like I said, I enjoyed it, but I think just for the mass audience that you have, uh, some of that stuff was really provocative. Train, do you watch primetime network TV? I understand. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I mean, I, I mean not. I, I, you asked about the Super Bowl. It, it, I'm only coming yeah, no, on I'm, the Super but, Bowl. Well, no, but I, what I. But my 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 question. Well, this was a primetime network television show, and mm-hmm. it actually, to me, compared to like watching, I've been watching Scandal on Netflix, which just went off the air, and you know, I'm watching these this 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 like I sitting there and I'm watching it with my daughter. And I'm watching these two guys having sex. This was a prime time. Yeah. Ten o'clock at the night. Only difference, on ABC. The only difference between and, then and is that you know you can you, it, for shows for those hour long sitcoms, however long they come on, you know you can control your kids watching those. But this is a football game, so the expectancy of that is not what you expect in watching it. It's been seeing a football game that gets to the halftime show, which everyone I, looks I, forward I, to seeing. I, I, and then you get a little bit. I beg. You get you I, get you get more provocative. You can control your kids I, watching TV. 
I've seen parents that I, do I, it. I, you know what I'm saying? I, so, well, 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 my my point it, is I, where I completely disagree with you is the expectation. I would not expect watching something on ABC at 10 o'clock on a weeknight to see two men having sex. And it was, for network TV, it was fairly graphic. I would not expect that. And compared to that, watching these two Latinas do their thing in Miami was nothing compared to well, what I'm I've not been comparing. Seeing. I'm not comparing to any primetime TV. You asked specifically about Wait the Super Bowl. How can you not? It's okay. a primetime so, TV no, show. You, listen, T, T, you asked about the Super Bowl. That is, that is, my, that, that is just my opinion about the halftime show. Okay, I, like I said, that's I, why I, I preference to say I enjoyed it, but I thought it was provocative. Yeah, no, you had I'm, younger I'm, ages watching that. But you're thing. trying, you're 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 taking a primetime halftime show and putting it in a separate category, and I'm saying it's primetime TV. This was primetime network television. Whether it's the Super Bowl or whether it's uh, a, a series, it's primetime TV. So we have expectations on what we're going to see primetime, no matter what the show is. And my, my whole point was I'm shocked at what I'm seeing and compared to what's on right now at the same time slot on every other channel, that was nothing. And I've got daughters. And I'm sitting here with my daughter watching Scandal, it and was, I'm like, you If it's nothing it? for you, like, that's yeah. great. It's, it's nothing for me as an adult. It's something for me if I have, if I have, if I have children. That's that's, that's just me. Kids. If I have I'm young, trying, I'm, if I'm, I have young children, I'm, it's something. It's something for me. So I that's that's just, I think that's just that's my opinion. That's just where I'm at. If you're somewhere I, different, hey, we just agree to disagree, and we're opinion. I'm trying to yeah. get it, but that's the whole point of discussing. That's why we do it out. The point isn't for you to give your opinion and then say, okay, that's it. The point is for us to bat it around. So I'm giving you a counterpoint to your position. That's the whole point of doing the show. And all I'm saying is, I hear what you're saying. I just think that for you to take a a show that's called the Super Bowl and put it separate because it's the Super Bowl and yes. ignore all the other primetime TV that's on at the same time on the same networks that shows, to me, much more graphic stuff, I don't get why you would put so much emphasis on this show, which just showed two lovely Latinas up there. Yeah, they were, you know, a little a little risque. But compared to what's on TV today, this stuff that's on today wasn't on when I was growing up. I, you wouldn't see any of this. I mean, maybe the halftime show. I don't know. You know, I'll have to go back and see. But, um, you know, Janet had her little wardrobe malfunction years ago. It was probably that. more what's name than Janet, but, we'll, you know, that's a whole other argument. Yeah, but my, 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 I think I, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just not agreeing with you and I am a parent so I'm not being theoretical I'm being I'm being coming from a position of having two daughters and I would have had no problem with either one of my daughters at any age watching that halftime show compared to what I've seen on some of these other shows that are TVPG <laughs> that you can watch for free not I, Netflix I, not Hulu you know, I wouldn't that, have my kids. I wouldn't. I wouldn't allow my kids to even watch those. If I saw, if I, it's just simple for me. If I see something I don't like, I know I don't want them to watch. Whether it's Super Bowl or or other prime time show, oh, they're not watching it. Period. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And so that's and that's so, so that's that's why I have that's why I have uh, my position. And I don't I don't disagree with you. Say uh, at the uh, bottom line, they put sex into everything, even freaking commercials. I was like, are you serious? 
damn, I just it's just juice. Like, <laughs> does, does it have yeah. to be that serious with juice? You know? Well, but, and that's kind um, of my point is, for today's standards of television, I, I, that's my point, is what I saw was really no big deal compared to everything else I'm seeing. I, if, I, if everything else was like it was 20 years ago and then they had the halftime show, okay, I could see you or anybody saying, wow, that was a bit much. But compared to everything else that I'm seeing on TV at the same time, honestly, that was nothing. Well, honestly, if we're talking, if you, if you want to include everything else, it, yeah, that's a whole other different conversation. Yes, I have issues still with everything else. But I don't watch. I don't watch a bunch, uh, but I, I do watch my adult television, but there is things that I would watch that I'm like, oh, nah, baby, y'all can't watch this. We're going to put on something else for you. You know, we're going to put on this tape that when it ends, nothing else follows. So I know exactly what you're looking at. But that's just me. Yeah. And and, and I guess the other thing I'll say is, in all fairness, um, you know, you know, a lot of what was what you saw because it was Miami and you have, the, the, you know, the Latino culture. I yeah. mean, it was, it, was, it was very appropriate for that culture, how they dress, how they dance, how they move. It was very appropriate, you know. And so, um, you know, I don't know that they're going to do a show like that in New Orleans. They're not going to do a show like that, you know, in Detroit, you know, but they're going to do that in Miami because that's what you find in Miami. And so it does fit the uh, – you know, kind of the, the the culture of the city that's hosting the show, and, and you know, like I said, in all honesty, I've seen both of these ladies perform before, not live, but on TV, and you know, it was, you know, I thought they did, I thought they, I thought they did a really good job. I thought it was. Oh, they did. They um, were freaking amazing. I enjoyed every really, last bit of them. Really, really, really well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah. I don't get was, me wrong. I enjoyed yeah. it, <laughs> but I, I would, you know, as a, as a guy that has two daughters, and I don't know, Jay and. Jay and K-Star, you guys have daughters. You could speak on it, too. But as a guy that has two daughters, I, I would have had no problem with them watching it at any age and been like, you know, and uh, yeah, this is what they do. This is their profession, you know, and, and they're very successful. And, you know, I would only hope that they would watch something like that and get inspired and want to have lives that came to be any, anywhere near as successful, especially J-Lo, who's just, you know, what she's done with her life is unbelievable. Shakira's still on her way but you know but that's that's just me um and my daughters are half puerto rican so i have a you know i'm very connected to you know the whole latino experience because i grew up with it <laughs> you know but i don't know jb you got a daughter what do you what were your thoughts K star you got a daughter you guys feel the same way as train or did you watch it and put your hand over your daughter's eyes and say, you can't watch this <laughs> I mean, well my daughter's five my my daughter my daughter's five, so I think it's a little different. Um, I mean, you know, it it was for a five year old. I think it would be inappropriate, but I think for like a teenager and what they show, like we kind of have to deal with the world for what it is, not what we want it to be. And unfortunately, you know, as a parent, like primetime TV is pretty smutty, I guess you could say. So, in relative to that scale, you know, it was kind of standard, right? But if if you have kids, like, I mean, I wouldn't want my daughter to see that personally. It was, you know, it was kind of crazy. It got a little crazy. You know, it was pretty sexualized, and it is what it is. But 
Um, you know, again, it's just it's it is what it is, unfortunately, in that regard. And and either you can change the channel, or you can you can you know have them go distract themselves and and do something else along that time. But I mean, if you're watching the game, you're watching the game. You're not really watching from the halftime show, and if something like that comes up, you kind of know through the history of these halftime shows that there have been some provocative performances in the past and use that, you know, to make a decision on if you want your kids to watch in the future. JB? I think with every generation, a new norm is created. When we were growing up, they didn't even say ass on on TV. Now it can come up at any given time and and nobody blinks an eye. So, uh, and I think K-Star, I, I kind of agree with you there. It, it's really dependent upon the age level. If you're a teenager and up, it's really not a big deal. If you're preteen and, and even younger than that, you, you can kind of question the validity of, of watching it. But this is the new norm that we live in right now, and there's going to be things that are racy. I mean, sex sells. That's, that's really what it boils down to. That's the culture that we now are in, and I'm not surprised by the performance. Uh, it, was, it was a pretty good performance, very good. But um, I mean, it, it's this is this is the life that we're in now. It's 2020. It's not 1920. You can tell by the way folks dress. It's completely different than 10 years ago, or 20 years ago, or 25 years ago. So times change. We have to just roll with some of these changes as best we can, but without going overboard. You know, and it, and, it, and it's interesting. This is a very interesting discussion because I watched it with my girlfriend and she's very quick to, you know, point out sexual things that are inappropriate, like very quick. She didn't say a word. So it really is perspective because she would be the first one to say, oh my God, I think that's a bit much. She didn't say a word. Um, And it didn't even cross my mind that it was overboard until Train said something. Like it never once crossed my mind watching this show i was enjoying the music um i do music myself so you know i was really enjoying the music and i always try to determine if you know when i see performances if they're lip syncing or if it's live singing uh clearly they were lip syncing but still it's, it's it was it was it was an awesome show um and i not not at any point with these two very lovely latinas you know, that a lot of men sit back and go, Dang, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we, we know what men do when they see them. And at no point did I say, okay, wow, Shakira, or wow, you know, I didn't. Now, that's just me, you know, and I obviously train sees it differently and maybe K-Star to some degree as well, and that's fine. I, I mean, mean I, respect, yeah, I respect our differences. And, I, you know, and I, and I don't even have an issue with you saying, yeah, I don't know if my five-year-old, if I would show her. And I, I guess I would say to that, that's your job to determine what's appropriate and not appropriate for your child. That's your job and, and the mother's job. And you guys have to come to some sort of agreement on what is and what isn't. Um, and, and what works in your household may not work in JVs or mine or trades. Um, and, and that's at, at the end of the day, that's where, that's where it is. Um, the reason I pushed back on train a little bit was just the difference between, you know, the, the, the halftime show was around nine, nine o'clock, eight thirty, nine 9 o'clock. And so I was just trying to understand why are we giving this show more scrutiny than any other primetime show that comes on. So that's why I pushed back. I was just trying to understand. Um, but yeah, very, very interesting perspectives. Because I not once, not once did I think, wow, you know, that's a bit much. 
so. This is the first time I actually had a chance to think about it. Maybe I'll just have to go back and watch it again, you know. I'm going to go watch it again. Just watch it one more time, uh, you know, with that lens on. You know, I hate to do it to myself. Um, <laughs> I got to record it. I'll gladly watch it again. Taking, taking one for the team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had it recorded. I, the hard work of the show and <laughs> You know what? I had it recorded. I might have deleted it, though, because I actually wanted to um, – I really enjoyed – like I said, the production value was out of this world to me. I really enjoyed the NFL 100 thing that they did before kickoff, you know, and to see Tom Brady and Joe Montana, to see Bill Belichick sitting with Emmett Smith. Like, you know, you're seeing cohorts of people together, Jim Brown and Lawrence Taylor, two names that – when people talk about the best all-around football player ever, regardless of position, those are two names that people talk about, right? LT and Jim Brown, right? And they're sitting together during this thing, you know. And as, a, as just a pure football fan, that to me was exciting to just watch. You know, when do you ever see Tom Brady and Joe Montana? The people that we, we mm-hmm. debate, right? That was the biggest debate until, I guess, for most people, Brady overtook him, but they're still at they're still at Montana, like you know, four and zero versus six and three. You know, uh, thirteen touchdowns, no interceptions in those four games. So there's still the Montana believers out there, and 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 so just to see all of these players together, um, it, it it was was very exciting for me as a football fan. And I actually recorded it because I wanted to watch that again because you know my girlfriend was here and she's asking questions. And I'm like. Who's that? Who's that? Okay, I just want to watch it. Um, right. So, yeah. I, I, um, I'll say um, there was one point that gave me a, a little bit of a um, um, nostalgic chills uh, when they were going through the 100, and they said, "There's those, there's those players that affect the game in a special way," and it was the group that Devin Hester was in, and then you heard the them play the um, sound bite. From when the guy uh, who was I forget the name the guy who was doing the um, um, announcing the um, what do you call that um, uh, game by game the game by game play oh, play, play by play yeah yeah and he yelled out Devin Hester you are ridiculous and I was like yes <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that happened because <laughs> that was the, that was the kick return in the Super Bowl I was like yes. <laughs> You couldn't tell me when we weren't gonna win that game. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like for when you're a pure football fan, things like that matter, and and to see something like that, you know, um, you know, you, you're you're never gonna, you're not gonna see any of this again because now we're moving on to the next hundred, right? Um, uh, and and let me let me, I, I do have to say this. I I, I think we touched on this, but. You know, watching that and not seeing Terrell Owens out there with the wide receivers, to me, was just, I, I, you know, I, I feel bad for T.O. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel bad for T.O. T.O. is not Antonio Brown, okay? Like, Antonio Brown is, a, is on another level of what he's done. That's never been T.O. T.O. doesn't get in trouble with the law. He doesn't, you know, you know okay, so he did sit-ups in his driveway. So what? You know, and the guy, to me, he just, all of this is, he should have been on that team because 
If you want to say Jerry Rice is the best ever, I'll give you that. Heck, if you want to say Randy Moss is number two, fine. I would argue it, but I'll give you that too. Who's better now after that than Terrell Owens? After that, who's better? Because to me, sorry, it, it doesn't exist, and yet he's not out there with those wide receivers. It was, it was just, it, it was, it was sad. It was sad. He should be there, you know. And and I don't know that it, there's any other. I mean, frankly, I would have. Put, I I think Bill Parcells should have been one of the top coaches because he's the only coach to take four teams to the playoffs. And when you look at his coaching tree, it's amazing. Um, they talk about Belichick's coaching tree. <laughs> Excuse me, Belichick came off Parcells' coaching tree. So how you like me now? But okay, whatever. They didn't they didn't do it, but I think he should. But to me, there's no more egregious, like just inexcusable deletion than that. Terrell Owens not being one of the top 100, and, and you know what you said, top 10 overall throughout all the eras, and T.O. is not one of them. He's top three in most of the categories out there. Ah, it's, it's sad. I was sad by it. I was sad by it. Anyway, uh, any other takeaways? Any other comments? Any other takeaways? Anything else that we didn't touch on? Well, let me let me ask y'all this because I kept hearing a few things myself about Mahomes being the MVP. Uh, are y'all in agreement that it should have been Mahomes or Damian Williams get any consideration? I think he gets consideration, but I, I I think Mahomes was the right choice. Yeah. Oh God, that one's tough. Um, I could see it go either way because, you know, Damien scored just two touchdowns. Um, he was such a pivotal part in their comeback and losing the chains, and and Mahomes didn't play well through all four quarters. It, I don't know if Williams had a bad quarter, right? Like, he was just so efficient every time he touched the ball, but that comeback at the same time doesn't happen without Mahomes, right? Like, I think we that, know there that. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I think yeah. that kind of – his fourth quarter was insane. Like, let's just be real. And it was enough to win the game. And you have to remember, just playing the damn San Francisco 49ers, pass rushing that defense all over his ass and still, still came through in that fourth quarter with those touchdown drives, three touchdown drives to win the game. So, I mean, you kind of get it Mahomes. Else could have done that. Is Nick is Nick Bosa not a just man child or what? Is that oh my guy God. just not he's better yeah, than he's his brother already? You talk about yeah. you talk about coaching tree. I mean you need to talk about just the family tree. Nick, Joey, they, man, they crazy. Joey Bosa is awesome, but Nick but Nick Bosa is just like he had like uh, there's a stat um, of all the games in the NFL this year, no defense or no player had created more than ten quarterback pressures in a single game. He had fucking fifteen last night. Well, yeah. Every time I turned around, he was in the backfield. Every crazy. time I turned around, yeah. I mean, I mean, he had, yeah, he had a, a full dozen, and he's a rookie, and he was being held a lot. I think he's already, <laughs> and I think he's already better than his brother. And his brother's no joke. Yeah, like, we're not, I'm not talking about his brother's a scrub. His brother's a bad, bad man. Yeah, I think he's yeah. already better than him. I mean, uh-huh. uh, oh, my God. And then, again, when you look at our teams, here's another guy that you have to say, like, we got DeMarcus Lawrence. We just paid him $100 million. DeMarcus Lawrence has good games. I've seen him be disruptive. I ain't seen him do all that. 
ever, not in any one game, have I seen a $100 million man do that. I just hope, you know, I don't know, where I grew up, we watched other people and got motivated to do better than them. I just hope these guys, I hope DeMarcus Lawrence was watching and saying, damn, I got to I gotta get I gotta get I gotta get my shit right. <laughs> Look at what this guy's doing. And he was getting double teamed and chips and he was in the backfield all night. They should have just they should just put a chair <laughs> right there and said, Nick, you just sit right here because we know you coming anyway, so we're just gonna sit a chair for you because we know you coming in his backfield because he was in the backfield all night. Any other quarterback? They they needed Mahomes to keep them in the game with his elusiveness and his footwork and all of that. Because any other quarterback, oh my God, it would have been ugly. It would have been ugly. It was just, it was insane. It was insane. Um, Debo Samuels, he got the right name, Debo. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 <laughs> and, and here's and here's another Shanahan. You know, like you ran about twenty two times the whole game. Twenty two. You identified yourself as a running team, and Debo had some good runs, and he had. No runs in the fourth quarter. None. None. Zero. Zero. So that's another dude to keep your eye on because he look like he's about to be the truth. Yeah. Oh, he already is. And he's out of Clemson. Well, yeah, true. 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 He already is. Well, he about. I think. I think it's. I think it's. It's about to. I think it's going to go up another level. Um, I think teams teams really need to recognize. The talent that they have at hand, while while they while it's on the cheap, we talk about Mahomes being on a rookie deal. We talk about that was just on his rookie deal. We talk about Lamar Jackson on a rookie deal. You've got these wide receivers, the skilled position players that are on rookie deals. You have to figure out a way to maximize the their abilities now before the pay scale drives them into another team and drives them to free agency. That's how you're able to get these dynasties started right now because of the fact that you've got players on the cheap. So it goes back to our initial discussion earlier in the conversation about dynasty talk. Get these players to do what they need to do right now before the salaries just escalate to the point of no return. Debo going to get paid eventually, just like Mahomes is going to get paid and all these other skill business players going to get paid. Maximize your chance while you can because once it's gone, it's gone. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. I don't think I missed anything. I think we covered I think we covered everything. Um it's over guys. No more football. That's it. We're into February. The good news is, um, well, for, for, for me at least, you guys all live in warm climates. I don't, although this has been a knock on wood, a very nice winter up here in Connecticut. Um, knock on wood. Um but uh, it's over. It, 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 it's over. I did want to make one quick comment on because because I can. Um, so over the last few weeks, um, Aaron Hernandez is back in the back in the news. Um, Netflix has a documentary. ID Channel did a documentary, um, and you know I just want to say that. I, I wish I just wish they would stop. Um, you know, there's a little girl who's, you know, by now I think she might be six or seven years old, and she's never going to see her dad again, ever. 
and whatever you think of him, when you do all of this stuff, you're bringing it all back up again for the family and the victim's families and everybody to have to deal with. He's gone. I just wish they would leave it alone. I just wish they would stop. I had a few people reach out to me and ask what I thought. I said, I didn't watch it. I didn't want, will I watch it? Maybe. I don't know. Curiosity might get me one day sitting home watching TV. Um, and I might, I might check it out or I might not, but I just, I don't see how it's still news. I mean, I guess I do because it's what they do. So I guess it's what they do, but I, I wish, I wish that there's so many more important things for us to be dealing with. I wish they would just let, let, let it go. He's gone. Families are trying to heal and recover and move on from it. Let it go. Mm. You know, it was what it was, and and it's over. I mean, it may not have ended the way people wanted it to because he took his own life, but that's what happened, and it's now it's 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 done. There's no more. There's no more story. And yet you keep, you know, they keep every every so often it's back in the news again. I just. Ah. I will say this. I did talk to someone who watched it, and they told me that they actually represented Bristol, Connecticut properly because I get a little tired of hearing about oh, drugs did. and oh, crime yeah, in, in Bristol, yeah. which is not the case like at all. And I was talking to someone who actually watched it, and they said, oh, no. They actually came out and said, no, Bristol's a nice community, you know, middle class. And I said, oh, okay, finally. Yeah. Good. They represented a well. They, they actually were talking about how, if anything, it was a great – Environment and, and culture and situation that he was in in Bristol. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So, um, okay, but that's it. I just wanted I wanted to say that uh, on that note. Um, so let's go around get final thoughts. Um, so as far as the future of the Madden Boys, going to take a little break. Um, I have um, a concept that I'm going to flesh out. Uh, the guys don't even know about this one. Nobody knows other than me. It's in the mind of the evil genius. Um, but I'm just going to say it's called Four Downs. That's the concept that's coming. I'm fleshing it out now, but it's called Four Downs. I'm just going to leave that right there as a tease for all you listening and a tease to my wonderful co-host. New concept for the show, Four Downs. Hang tight coming soon but we're gonna, i'm gonna take i we're gonna take a little break been doing a show pretty much every week since september we had breaks here and there but you know four or five straight months of doing the show and i know it's only one night a week couple hours a week but you know i like to take a couple weeks off and you know it's free agency kicks in so i come back and do a show free agency do a show like we do every year we just try to come on do a show for free agency do a show with the draft you know do scattered shows throughout the off season or something you know tom brady it ends up going to the Raiders or, you know, Phillip Rivers goes yeah. to the Patriots or something like that. You know, um, you know, uh, Commissioner T buys the Dallas Cowboys from Jerry Jones or you know, something big like that. Yeah, you bought it. Come on and we'll do a show. Yeah, you know, anything's possible, bro. Anything's possible, dog. You, you know, know when you want to be a house, though, dog. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Eric calls out. Yeah. Yeah, hey, you know what? When the show's over, just stay on the line, and we'll talk about it. Go ahead, just stay right on the line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, hey, just train talking. We'll start with Dr. Train. Anything, any final thoughts or comments you want to throw out there? 
I, mean, I think overall it's been a it's been a really entertaining football season. One that we haven't seen, one that I have not seen in my lifetime like this. Uh, not knowing who's going to win. I mean, it's proof it's proof by my pickums, and maybe that doesn't mean much to people, but for me, it meant like, damn, I don't know who's winning these games. Um, teams turn it on when they when it's time for them to turn it on. You know, some of them had that playoff push. Some fell off the edge. Um, uh, definitely a good uh, a good Super Bowl. Super Bowl. We definitely got a new a new top quarterback in this league. Oh my goodness! I think I am I think I'm just grossly <laughs> upset that we grabbed <laughs> Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. As I go back and I look at their I look at their uh, stats from college and compare it to Mitch, and it's just like not even comparable. I think it was when we it's almost the same as when we compared Jones against uh, Haskins coming out. I was like, what, really? That's mm. what they chose. But it was I think it was even worse because those two guys had two seasons where they where they had more production uh in any of their one season than Mitch had in his one and then Deshaun Watson on top of that as a national championship. So whatever Ryan Pace like to do <laughs> we're stuck. Maybe he'll get the Drew Brees bug that happened to breeze in his fourth year. I don't know. Wishful thinking. I'll continue to do that. I'm a fan. I have no choice. Um, with that, uh, once again, I'll ditto UT on the production of the NFL. I'm actually planning to go back. I recorded everything. So I'm going to go back and yes. watch the things that I missed because I thought all of that in the beginning was cool. Regardless of what I said about the halftime show, I enjoyed it. And I might watch that again. <laughs> also, but um, uh, and it was just really cool. I liked the way they put in uh, one of the most touching moments was seeing Virginia give pass the ball off to the younger generation because of so much football that she's seen at the age of ninety-seven, almost a freaking century of football. Man, that is that is amazing. So until next season, where we waste more draft picks on people that won't pan out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be in there okay. next year. We'll, we'll see. Go Bears. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Train. Uh, K-Star. It was a great season. Um, but I got to say, it started out really shitty when the Steelers lost to Ben for the whole entire season, like week two. So if we could just not have a repeat of that next year, I really don't want to spend the – Entire NFL season next year, watching um, the worst passing offense in the league by far. Uh, I'm tired of seeing the Wildcat formation uh, and a guy named Doug Hodges as quarterback. I'm just, just, I'm looking forward to next year. That was painstakingly uh, terrible, but uh, you know Mike Tomlin did his thing, and the Steelers still had a winning record, which is just crazy you know, to think about. Um, on a non-related Steelers note, the Super Bowl was awesome. I, I also plan on watching it again. Um, because frankly, you know, it, it was an impressive performance really by both teams up until the Niners just kind of choked it away. But, you know, Nick Bosa had such a stand-up performance. Mahomes, of course, did his thing. Um, it, you know, I just think this 
probably some things that I missed during the game that I can't want to go back and see because I mean, those are such a great match, a great Super Bowl, and great actual production and, and entire show the NFL put out. I definitely want to see the NFL 100 things again. That was really cool. Um, at any rate, I love you guys. It was fun doing the show yet again. Hope to do it again next year at whatever capacity uh, he allows it. And, uh, yeah, love you guys. Fun year. Well, I'll say this. Um, probably one of the only reasons I'm still doing this show is for you, is the, the, just the, my time with the three of you, to be totally honest with you. Um, if it wasn't for the three of you, I probably would have packed, packed this in years ago. But I love football, and y'all my brothers, and I enjoy talking to football with the three of you. Um, it gives me built-in time to actually get to chat with my own brother, who I don't get to talk to. Probably, you know, partly my fault there. That I don't get to talk to him as much as I probably should, being that we're, you know, 1,100 miles apart or however far we are. He's driven it, so he knows better than I do. But, um, you know, but it gives me built-in time to talk to my brother. And then, of course, you know, gives me time to, you know, K-Star. I mean, um, Train and I used to do this. Long before there was a Madden Voice radio show, we used to do this just because we two passionate football guys and had some great conversations. And then, K-Star, I just enjoy how often you're wrong that, Jesus Christ, I, I mean, you know, it's, and, and the thing about it is you don't even realize how wrong you are. So it, it makes, makes the, the conversation that much more fun. So, um, so you know, for the, at least for one more season, I could commit to, you know, come back on here. I got this really great concept that I want to, expand on it. I think it's gonna make the show fun for all of us, but that's all I'm gonna say. But uh J B, final thoughts and comments from you. Uh final thoughts would be the same sentiments as everybody. It's been a fantastic football season, football year, NFL one hundred. Definitely kicked it off right and ended it off right. And um I enjoy being on here discussing football. I look forward to it as well. It makes me not that it, not that I don't watch it enough, but it forces me to make sure I'm keeping up with it. In other words, you're held accountable being on this show to watch games so that you can participate and have something meaningful to say. And with the new wife and, and two more kids, three total now, it, it's not easy being able to watch it the way I want to, but I still figure out a way to do it because I know when Tuesday night, 9 o'clock hits, I better have my stuff together or it's going to be a long, boring night, and I ain't having that. And um, being able to do it with the three of y'all, and like he said, it, it, it's, it's both our fault. It ain't just you, it's me too. We'll, we'll figure out a way to communicate offline more often. You're busy, I'm busy, but that's no excuse. Especially given the, the tragic events with Kobe, that's really no excuse. So we'll figure that out. Um, the off season is is always interesting, and I'm looking forward to this one. You never know who's going where. And we never even talked about the Raiders moving to uh, to Vegas and, and got their new stadium going. So that's going to be pretty interesting to see. It looks like it is truly state-of-the-art. So um, it's just one of many off-season storylines that I can't wait to see unfold. So I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah, that's a good one. I've seen pictures of the stadium and, you know, um... Yeah, it's uh, yeah, a Cowboy Stadium. I've seen it up close and personal, and it's insane. And I think this one here is going to blow away the Cowboy Stadium. It's, like, unreal. Um, so, you know, things that I will be watching in the off season and possibly coming back and reporting on, um, 
obviously one of the biggest topics in the offseason is going to be Tom Brady. Um, he posted this picture, and people got all crazy about the picture, and I knew I knew already that it was something for the Super Bowl. It was a tease for the Super Bowl. I'm like, come on, guys. Really? <laughs> he did it three days before the Super Bowl. He, he, he did it for the Super Bowl. Sure enough, it was a Hulu ad. Um, but in the ad, he said, I'm, I'm going to play. Uh, and in another ad, Vernon Davis retired, which is pretty funny. I didn't know he had retired, but he retired. Um, but Tom Brady, you know, what's his status? That's going to be a big thing to follow in the offseason. Uh, Drew Brees has not committed to returning. He said that he needed some time to get away, and he would think about it and make his decision in the upcoming weeks. So that's going to be another, another storyline. There's a lot of quarterback storylines. You know, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Dak Prescott. You know, is he going to get paid? Are they going to franchise tag him? Will he take the franchise tag? Um, if not, signed to a long-term deal. Um, ben Roethlisberger, you know, missed the entire season due to injury. You know, what's his status going to be? Is he going to be, you know, is this something that he can return and be 100%? Uh, Cam Newton, you know, they showed the NFL 100 stuff, and he threw a pass to uh, a, a young, and I'm like, oh, he's throwing passes. Got a new coach over there. What's going on? There's there's just a lot of things that are going to be going on with players and teams this off season, where you, you you know you can't go to sleep on the NFL because next thing you know, something changes. So I'm going to keep my eyes open and ear to the ground and be quick to come on and report if possible. Um, the last thing I want to say, well, two things. One is I was really happy when they reported that it seemed that with Kobe's helicopter, that the helicopter, it was, it was sudden and unexpected. So apparently because of the fog, they're pretty confident that when it hit the side of the mountain that they didn't know they were about to hit the side of a mountain, that it just happened. And I was happy to hear that because for the week I'm thinking – malfunction this and that and you know Kobe's there with his daughter the other kids are there the other families and and they had a little bit you know maybe not long but some sort of warning that they were about to crash and just to think about having to go through that it just it it tore me up so to hear that that probably wasn't the case at least it's like okay good for them that you know if you're going to die in an accident like that let it be quick and you didn't know what's happening you didn't know um, obviously, it's still a tragedy, but at least there's some, you know, humanity to that tragedy. So, um, and, and the last thing that I'll say is thank you. Thank you to, you know, my guys, you know, uh, JB got married, bought a house. Dr. Train bought a house. K-Star, you know, moved and relocated from where he was in Indiana, down to Florida, all this during the season. And yet we managed to maintain and continue to do the show as much as possible. And I know sometimes, even though it's only one night a week, it seems like it's just one night a week, but, you know, we all have lives. We're not getting paid to do this. We do this for fun. Jay's right. It makes the games a little more interesting, you know, thinking about what are you going to say on Tuesday night as you're watching the game and, you know, okay, you know, so it does, it does help. But I want to just say thank you to, to the three of you. Like I said, you guys are the reason I still do this. It is fun to do this with the three of you. It is fun. I enjoy it. And I guess when it stops being fun, then maybe we'll have that conversation. But right, right now it's still fun. 
So thank you. Thank you guys for making the time to, to host with me um, on the show. And I guess last but not least, um, we do, we don't, have call-ins like we used to. I think a lot of the people that listen our podcast, and I want to thank you for still tuning in after all these years and giving us your time. Um, you know, there's a lot going on in the world today, and there's a lot of other things you could be doing other than spending an hour or two once a week with the guys in the Madden Voice, but you choose to do that. We thank you. And um, because of that, going to try to improve the show for next season. Try to turn it up another notch, make it a little bit better. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, um, it's over. The season has ended. And we are looking forward to the off season. It's going to be very exciting to uh, see what's going on. So let's, let's, let's stay tuned. And um, I don't know what we're going to do on Sunday without football. That next Sunday is going to be tough. That first Sunday is always the hardest one. But we'll, make it, we'll make it through because yesterday – the final feud was settled on the field. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, and Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes. Good job. And uh, see what happens next season. In the meantime, everybody enjoy it. Enjoy the offseason. The Madden Voice will be back within the next few weeks to update you on what's going on in the offseason. Until then, take care. Good night, everybody. Bop 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 b